what can I do to be like Gabe Tardio besides just be a total badass? Didn't he hold his uh, paddle in between his legs? Oh, yeah, that's right. He did hold it between his legs. So maybe we can go sideways hat and paddle between the legs. All righty. You ready? Olivia's finest. Okay. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of King of the Courts. We are your hosts, Tyler and Jimmy. Yes. Welcome back, Jimmy. The yes. most asked question that I got in Arizona Where's Jimmy? Really? Where's Jimmy? It's a bad question. They should ask you a lot of other things. Where's Jimmy? Like, so I got I got that question asked probably fifty plus times, maybe a hundred plus maybe times. Maybe they meant Jim Claus. No, they meant Jimmy Miller because we had said that we're we were going to do something that's there. True. And that did not that's come true. to fruition. It didn't come to fruition. My bad. So Jimmy apologizes. Um I don't know if we can tell people when we're going to be at something because sometimes that doesn't come That's true. Come to pass. So we're just going to make random appearances. Yeah, if we're there, we're there. We'll let you know. We'll let you know the day of. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for Story, tuning I'm, in. I'm very non-committal in life. This guy right here speaking the truth. I will not be in Minnesota. How about that? <laughs> and watch, you're going to be there now. And then I'll show up. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. There is some. I'd love to go see old pickle, the pickle guys in Minnesota. Alrighty, welcome back to another episode. Uh, we have a jam-packed episode today, but first and foremost, we want to give a big shout out to our title sponsor, The Pickler. They do indoor pickleball facilities, franchises yes. all across the world. They have their next opening, I believe, in Chicago, Naperville yeah, area. Naperville, March uh, next like week. 20th. 20th, a couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks, around there. Soon. Yeah, so... I and maybe we are trying to get out there because we really want to get out to Chicago. So maybe we'll be out there. Um, but if, thank you for your support. If you're looking to open a, up a business, go check out The Pickler at thepickler.com to learn you more. you live close to there, find out. We'll post it where it is and definitely show up to the grand opening. Okay, and tell them that the boys from KOTC sent yes, you. 100%. I don't think you'll get a discount, but... It helps us out. Yeah. And then our next sponsor is Pickleball Central. Yeah. Jimmy, talk to us. So Pickleball Central is doing a little... Um, just promo. A little, yeah, a little promo, a little incentive. So we got a couple things, really good things. First of all, thank you to everybody that's been using our code. It's awesome. We are blowing up and it's amazing. So Pickleball Central, any paddle that you buy right now, if you use our code, you will receive two free balls. With two free paddle. balls. And it's not like, we're not talking like, you know, the, I don't even want to say it, but like the cheap, you know, the, they're going to include Vulcan balls. They're going to include Selkirk S1s. They're going to include, I mean, it, it's, they're high quality balls that they're going to include with every paddle purchase. So that's just a promo that they're doing. Is it just a paddle purchase or any purchase? It's just a paddle purchase okay. right now. But I mean... You know, how, and this how doesn't often. apply to only one brand. It applies to all the brands except for. I believe Yola is the only one that it does not apply. Don't quote me on that, but I believe Yola is the only one. But all the other brands expect to get two free balls. I mean, hey, you know, we all we could all use balls. We always need them. Jimmy Someone, loves talking about balls. Someone's gonna clip this, and yeah, yeah. But so that's one thing. Second, we are gonna do a giveaway. Yes, we're gonna partner with Pickleball Central. We're going to partner with Engage, mm -hmm. and we have 10 free new Engage paddles, evolution paddles 
that we are going to give away. And honestly, like if you guys are, are, uh, very interactive on this, yep. we may be able to get more. So five of them are signed by none other than the one and only California black bear, Alex Trunk. And five of them are signed by the legend, Jesse Irvin. Wow. I might have to enter this giveaway. Yes. So we will stay tuned for details on that. We'll post them on our Facebook page. Go follow Engage. Check it out. And yeah, that will be coming to you soon. Okay. Thank you for your support, Pickleball Central. If you want to buy anything Pickleball related, go check them out. PickleballCentral.com. Use code KOTC. Yes. The code applies to almost all of the items on their website. Yes. Okay. All right, Jimmy, we're going to start with uh, MLP, PPA merger update. What's up? I'm not even sure anymore. I forgot. I've forgotten. Okay. Merger update. Are you ready? Um, so, so where do we stand? Right. So right now we, we have a deadline. So you've told us multiple times. Yeah. That the deal's going to get done. It's going to get done. It's going to get done. The time comes, never gets done. Yes. So that we do have a deadline. So it depends on who you ask. This is what's very interesting. 60 days allegedly is the is if you they go past 60 days, they're in breach. Yes. Yeah, so back up one step. So all these MLP players signed a contract. Yes. And in that contract, it said you will be paid yes. within X amount of days. Yes. Or there's a breach of contract. Now, here's the thing, though. That contract did start January 1st. So a lot of people are saying February 28th is the deadline. But if there's only, I think it's a leap. Is it a leap year? Yeah, I So think there's so. 29 <laughs> days in February. Was there 31 days in January? Uh, yes. So yes. that means that 31 plus 29 is 60. That means that March 1st, in essence, would be when they're in breach. Okay. However, I was told from some other people who would know that it's actually 70 days. And okay. I was ho- told that there is a hard deadline given by the PPA of March 11th. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a, kind of an arbitrary date, but that would actually make sense with the 70 days. So but for those players to execute on this, when March 1st comes, they have to send an email to MLP saying, hey, yeah. you are in breach of your contract. This is basically a warning shot for you, correct? Yes, that's, that's what we were told by... Uh, attorney who's representing a couple players. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here's what, what I was told today. Okay. So this is the latest update that I was told is that an owner's vote's coming. They've actually essentially agreed on all the issues yeah. or at least have come to, this is an agreement on this is as far as we're going to get on the issues. So now it's up to the owners to vote. That is expected to be as soon as Tuesday, mm-hmm. possibly Wednesday, once the owner votes, I mean, they could vote it down. Let's be honest. It's mm-hmm. still very possible. But assuming that it's just a formality at that point and they say yes, yeah. we may be back here on Thursday or Friday with a breaking news yeah. emergency pod. But again, these are very fluid. Do not hold me to I anything. can't stop laughing. And it's not laughing at the situation because I learned my lesson that way. Yeah. Uh, but the amount of times that we've been here in the studio and yeah. talked about the exact same thing we're talking about right now is yeah. a it, little bit. It's, it, it's nuts. And, and again, I, I, I was given percentages in the 80 plus percent range, but who knows? Like, honestly... At the end of the day, it looks good. They're chipping so, away. So come March 13th or 11th, yeah, nothing happens. What happens then? 
I think if nothing happens at that point, I actually truly believe that the PPA, if I'm the PPA, mm-hmm. I start, I go to all these MLP players mm-hmm. and I start signing them. Yep. And then I bring back vibe. Yeah. Because at that point, MLP's way out of contract, allegedly. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not lawyers, but, and yeah, MP, and, they're, and all these players essentially become free agents. What happens to MLP? Uh, I think MLP. Do they put on events? Or I think, do they restructure everything? I think MLP would have to get a massive influx. So you're a uh, president or G, what are you? Pre- Technically, I'm a president. President of a MLP team. I'm also a client. Wait, that's hair club for men. Um, <laughs> so I think that MLP would have to get a massive influx of money immediately. Mm-hmm. So they'd have to raise money. Raise money. They'd have to get it immediately. And they would have to essentially start paying these players and getting them to stay and trust mm-hmm. MLP. But I think in order to do that, they would literally have to start wiring funds, mm-hmm. which up to this point, they have not shown any um, ability to do. Yeah. So I would say once March 11th hits, if this deal is not done, unless there's some sort of <laughs> written agreement between PPA and MLP that, you know, I, it wouldn't shock me if you see Connor Pardo hit the phones and say, you know, I gave it my best shot. It's mm-hmm. not going to work. Yeah. Or you see some of these MLP owners who are pissed of the other owners mm-hmm. raise funds and go after some of these other players and try to run MLP yeah. on their own. So I think we can say with a fair amount of certainty that March, let's say March 12th, yeah, we should have a definitive answer on where everything is going. Yeah, I think... It seems like that. Yeah, I think by March 12th, if we don't know and it's still silence, I... I'll tell you this. You know how there's like, they call it like there's lawyers that are like ambulance chasers mm-hmm. and there's like all those memes and they're like following behind and you know, did you hit by a car? And like, yeah, I would say this. If you are an employment lawyer mm-hmm. of any sort, yeah, um, I would be following this very closely. Yeah. And on March 11th, I'd start calling some of these players because yeah. you may be able to pick up. Well, some... I think it needs to be before that. Maybe even before that. Yeah. yeah. To trigger the clause. You or... may be able to pick up a lot of clients yeah. in a hurry. Yeah. So anyways, we appreciate every one of you that has followed along thus far in this saga. Um, yeah. It's been wild. It's been Dude, wild what's going to happen if and when this does close? <laughs> like, we're going to have nothing to talk about. I know. This might just end. This, this might, might end KLTC. Exactly. Like, okay, well, that was fun. What were some of your best memories from this whole drama? Bro, Kansas City was the best. Like, literally getting calls from both sides mm-hmm. and talking to players during Kansas City and yeah. being like, hey, I got this contract. And they're like, you know who, what this person got paid? You know what this person got paid? You know? Yeah. And just hearing these things just flying back and forth. Yeah. And then they're like, do you think that's a good deal? Do you think this is a good deal? And it's like, I, every deal sounded amazing because yeah. they were all higher than anything we'd ever seen. Yeah. But then what's crazy is it's like the people that held out, they just kept increasing and increasing and increasing until Julian Ireland got a Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, can we talk about Volaire and Julian Arnold? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's segue into this real quick. Okay. And now, we were told there's rumors out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very clear that these are rumors. Okay. That when Julian Arnold started his career mm-hmm. with Volaire, his roommate started it, and he essentially bankrolled Julian's career. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't know he, to what extent, but I know yes. that he was a sponsor. A sponsor, and if you, there's actually interviews that we maybe actually we can clip them and put them on this. Yeah. There's interviews where Julian actually says like he owes this guy a lot, mm-hmm. and so Julian was given ownership, we believe, or what we were told of Valer. He is he is listed as like a founder or something like that, or he yeah. was. Um, and so the agreement from what we were told is that Julian was to give this person a percentage of his future earnings mm-hmm. based off of. So that's a little sticky. Is it earnings or is it prize money? Because, so that and maybe that's yeah. where the dispute is. Yeah. And so essentially that's not happening for whatever reason. And there's two sides to every story. And so this guy and Julian Volaire and, and they have, gone their separate ways mm-hmm. so we saw julian using a yola paddle yep volaire is taking julian off of their website they're actually selling julian arnold shirts for free. did you buy some well they're only seven dollars you just have to pay for the shipping buy some let's wear I, them yeah, let's we, wear should. Them on the, on the we should i should get a couple and does it come with the button the Andiamo i hope button? so on the Amo button and a julian arnold shirt i'm in julian's funny i actually think he's funny i think he oh is, how the tides have turned i mean he's egotistical a little full of himself but he is funny <laughs> so that's the, what we were told has, has happened, and that's why there's this big, you know, blow up going on right now. I mean, with that being said, that's not an uncommon thing. No. So, PGA Tour golfer Tony Finau, who's from Utah, mm-hmm. he had the exact same thing happen to him when he was coming up in the sport. There was a guy that said he would bankroll his essentially his tour events until he became big in exchange for he actually asked for twenty percent mm-hmm. of his earnings. And he get, he says that he gave Tony $500,000 and he like was paying mortgages for his family and all these things. And now, you know, Tony's 30 years old, 32 years old. He's one of the top 10 players in the world. Yeah. He's worth $40 million and he hasn't paid this guy anything. Mm-hmm. He's actually suing Tony right now mm-hmm. for like $9 million. Yeah. And it's going, th- it, and it's going through court as we speak. Yeah. So it's interesting because there is precedent there if that, if that agreement has been true. But like you said, is it prize money? Is it future earnings? If it's prize money, technically there isn't any. Like, how does that work? Yeah, it gets tricky because, I mean, so much of the contracts with PPA players and even MLP is like yeah. guaranteed money. And so it's yeah. not necessarily prize money yeah. um, per se. And, and so. And you had to think that at some point Julian was like, yeah, I'll definitely do that. And thinking that's probably, you know, 10 grand. And yeah. now if you have. You know, if he's still getting paid his $800,000 contract for three years, he's like, bro, I'm not paying you $200,000 or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's interesting. I think that that, you know, we decide are you on? Um, I mean, I think if you made that agreement, I don't think Julian's in the position he is today, probably without this guy. If, if that's true, Mm -hmm. but also it's hard because it's like, I mean, Julian's, he's the one earning the money. So I see both sides of it, honestly, but you've gone soft. No, I haven't. I think Volaire is also a really crappy paddle. Mm-hmm. And so I think the Julian's upgrading either way. So yeah. remember when they were giving it away for free <laughs> and they're all over the parking lot, just strung everywhere. That's what people said. I never saw that. They were everywhere. Yeah. Nobody wanted them. People using for doorstops and <laughs> ashtrays and all sorts of things. So. But Kyle Yates has a new paddle. Yeah. It's basically Julian's, but pink, right? Just pink. Pink version. Yeah. And you like that color scheme. I actually looked good. It looks good. I mean, it would be a great like wall piece, like decorator. Like who, 
Who is it that has, we know somebody that has paddles on their wall. Yeah. There's a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could go the, we can go the Christian Alshon route. Yeah. You think he took down all the diadem paddles? Yeah. And he puts paddle tech up now? Probably. Huh. I wonder if Annalie gave him a paddle tech to put up on his wall. Also, let us know in the comments. Do we need to change studios? We've gotten a couple. Uh, like, do we need something here? Like a KOT, a neon KOTC Ooh, sign? neon KOTC? Maybe. Or a TV with graphics? Maybe. Or should we just put like random posters and stuff up of people? <laughs> what do you think? I have a I have a signed Lucy Kovalova trading card. Can we put that on the wall? Yeah, right next to MacGuffins. Right, oh yeah. Okay, moving right. on. Uh, anything else with the PPA MLP merger updates? Anything nope, we're I waiting mean, on? This is a this week and next week are the big weeks. Do you think? Do you think? Let, let's ask a real legit quick. question. Go ahead. Do you think MLP has lost its luster? Like, has it lost all momentum at this point? I mean, point? We, t- we talked about that last time, but I yeah. think it for sure has lost some of its Like, energy. are people indifferent and they're over it? Yes, for sure. You know, to, like, some, t- yeah. to some extent. Like, we know, like, we've talked about this before, like Taylor Swift's song, right? Yeah. If, they, if they love you or they hate you, at least they still have feelings. Mm-hmm. But if they're indifferent, yeah. then it's over. Yeah. Are I think once they start going again, um, that'll yeah. reignite the, the, the passion, the energy. I hope so. I hope um, so. But real quick with that, I did hear of some other top-level MLP signees that got called once again to take a lower yeah. pay cut. Yeah, I know. I heard. Which is uh, pretty interesting. They've gone back two or three times I to, heard, to I these heard. players and keep keep lowering the amount. Yeah, I heard a guy whose name might rhyme with Niley Duman. <laughs> Wait, how did, did I do that wrong? Anyways, it would still rhyme with that. Was asked to take an additional cut. Yeah. Yeah. I also heard that one of our favorite <laughs> podcasters was bought out. Do I know this? You might not know this. But one Spill of our the beans. One of our favorite podcasters was bought out of their contract. Huh. Who is it? I I'm I'm not gonna say, but let's just say that you would probably roll your eyes if you knew. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. You'll have to tell me. Bought out completely. Peace out. Gone. Okay. All right. Um, That is all we have. And as Jimmy said, if we get any more information this week, we will for sure do another emergency update or just we'll uh, let you guys know. Yeah. Um, All right. Moving forward, we're going to talk about the MLP tournament. But before, we want to give a big shout out to Vulcan Pickleball. They are the title ball of KOTC and also the PPA. Um, We love the color. Official ball of the PPA. Anything else? No, but I seem to play well. Their and big giant ball is yeah. pretty. It's pretty spectacular. It's pretty cool. Uh, seem to play yeah. pretty well in Arizona. Um, yeah, in Mesa. Yeah, listen, check them out. Use code KOTC. I think they have a new batch coming in in March. VulcanSportingGoods.com. Yep. So they have a they have a new batch in March. Um, you can. Yeah. One really cool thing about them is their packaging is incredible on the balls. Is that because you're on it? Yes. Yeah, really? and Jay's on it too, but I mean, it, it's pretty Who's high on, quality. Who, who, are you both on each package, or is like Jay on the 100, you're on the 3? I'm not sure. I've just seen pictures, I think, of the 100, uh, but I haven't seen it of the smaller quantities. Like, is it, like, it's cool, but like, do people want cool packaging, or they just want to throw it all in a box? I mean, they want a cheap price, to be honest, but I mean, the presentation, you look at Apple, I mean, yeah. everything they ship to you is... Do you save your, are you that guy that saves like the boxes? All my boxes. You do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You don't just toss them? Most of them I'll like, save. Do you have a, do you have a drawer in your house with just random cords? 
Cords? Yeah. Like cords. I mean, cords like, I'll toss, but the boxes I keep. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, thank you, Vulcan uh, Pickleball. Yeah. Vulcan, Go check, check them out. out. V-Pro Flight. We love them. Thank you for your support. Okay. We are going into Mesa recap. What a week. Mesa. What a week. So. Progression draw. Progression draw. Are yes. people starting to come around to this or what are you, what are you hearing? I Jimmy? think we're having, I think we're having a split, truly a split, um, opinions. Now I think from a viewership standpoint, I don't know how you could not like the progression drop from a viewership standpoint. So I would say it's slightly in favor of people liking the progression yeah. drop. Maybe 60, 65% like it versus 35, That's probably fair. I think the reason that people like it is one, you know what's going to be on, you know what time, right? Mornings is going to be singles. Afternoons is going to be mixed doubles. And then early evening. They do, they do claim that doubles. you know when you start. And that is true in the morning. But almost every single time the matches get pushed back. Well, yeah. So. And there was a match. We'll talk about it. There was a match where where so a couple players were warming up for a mixed match. Mm-hmm. Literally about to play. And then they were like, oh, sorry. You got to go play your genders match because you're on championship court. Yeah. I think that actually affected the players. and But... With that being said, yeah, let's go. Let's go with a little recap. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we I started mean, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday. So, I mean, we can go straight into men's singles. Okay. So, you want to pull that up? Yeah. Let's see if we can get it. All right. Um, I would say the story of men's singles has got to be our guy, Casey Campbell. Exactly. I mean, what was he a forty-three seed? Let's see. I think he was a forty. 40- I think he came through the qualifiers. Yeah, so right here. So he played, yeah. oh my gosh. The first round, he beat Marshall Brown 12-10 in the, in the third. third. Yeah, he almost lost. In the third. Every one of his, every one of his matches went three. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, and then he ends and up then beating. then 12-10 against Colin Schick as yeah. well. And then, he plays, and then he plays Dylan Frazier, beats him in three. Yeah, and then he freaking loses in three to Jack Sock. Yeah. I mean, what's a kid, 16, 17 years old? Yeah, maybe 17. I think he's 20, 25 high school graduate, so he hasn't graduated high school yet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what a stud. Like, and, you know, I loved all the interviews with him. He basically just said, I'm just having fun. I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. And he played like it. Real quick, what's the story with this hat? So he, he wears his hat to the side. Yeah, it's just like his lucky. It's torn. Like torn. completely torn. Yeah, I think it's just like his lucky hat, right? Like yeah. it's just been, he's been wearing it for so long. It's well weathered. Yeah. And. Yeah. Any any matches you want to go through? Um, yeah, I mean, we can. We definitely want to talk about Jack Sock and Tyson McGuffin okay. because in that match there was one of the most incredible gamesmanship I've ever seen. Yeah. So Sock was leading ten seven, mm-hmm. and he had to serve. Okay, this was in game two. Two. No, no, no game one. one. Game, game one. one. Yep. Ten seven. It was his serve. Mm-hmm. He calls an offensive timeout. Yep. Okay, so he walks over, he sits down. Tyson goes to his bench. I sits think Tyson down. called the initial timeout, and then Jack comes back and calls one more. No, 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 no. I, I thought Jack called it. Okay, we're, they, we're butchering this. Sorry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Jack called it okay. on offense. He goes and sits down because Jack was sitting on his bench doing this at the beginning. Okay. So he goes and sits down. He talks to Colin Schick, Brooke Buckner's there. They're kind of having fun on the bench, laughing. Mm-hmm. They get back up. Jack walks to the baseline. Mm-hmm. Tyson walks over, gets ready, right? And Jack calls another timeout. Yep. And I starts see. almost laughing yep. and walks over and sits back down. Yep. And Tyson was pissed. Yep. Absolutely pissed. 
He like he didn't even know. Couldn't believe that Jack basically just called back to back timeouts. And I think I mean I think they get along, but I think there's a little bit of his not history, but just a lot of anticipation for this match yeah. because Jack is with Selkirk, who yeah. Tyson just left. Yeah, and Tyson has supposedly this massive deal with Yola. Yep. Um, a lot of people yeah. are hyping up Jack. Yep. And so this and I match know that was, Jack. In fact, yeah. And so yeah, Jack sits back down. Mm-hmm. And Tyson is like, Tyson just stands there. Like yeah. he's just yeah. annoyed. <laughs> Jack takes the full, I mean, literally to the second, yeah. walks back over, serves for game point, And Tyson hits his return. Misses long, it. Misses it. Yeah. yeah. And then, and Jack ends up winning. Yeah. Talk like savage move. Yeah. Great gamesmanship. Clearly it worked. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, Jack's forehand in that, in that match was, was nuts. Um, I, I don't want to say that that's his coming out party because we've seen it before, but I think that that was where people really were like, holy crap. So I was watching that match live and I had so much fun watching it. Like the amount of energy and just seeing somebody new on the sport. And like you said, yeah. Jack Sox forehand yeah. is insane. Yeah. So they interviewed him after uh-huh. and he, and they asked him and he said, look, I, in tennis, I spent my entire career running to the right. Mm-hmm you know, or sorry, running to the left because I didn't want to hit a backhand. Yeah. And he's like, and at some point I thought I'd have to change that for pickleball, but so far I don't. So he's just, is going to constantly circle. I was thinking about it and these progression draws really, 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 really help those types of players like Jack Sock. For sure. I don't think that he would necessarily be able to play match after match after match after match after match like they without, do in a normal with that format. Yeah. yeah. If 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 Jack had to start in the round of 128 or round of 64 even. Yeah. Even if he had to play four matches. Yeah. In one day. In one day, yeah. that's going to be tough with with his style. Yeah. And he's not used to that in tennis. Yeah. But now granted in tennis there are those 3 4 5 hour grinders, you know, mm-hmm. 3 hour grinders. Yeah. So but it's different, right? You you know, so you get kind of breaks between points and you can kind of slow play things mm-hmm. and you're not chasing your own ball. But yeah, Jack, I think that that was kind of his coming out party. Um, the, you, I think you called this. So Ben Jones won. Yeah. And I think you said this was the tournament for Ben to win it. Yeah. Good. I mean, it was a good win by Ben. He beat fed. I mean, fed has been the one constant in singles this year. Mm-hmm. I think that's his third straight finals finals. Yeah. Uh, but what's crazy is that's the third winner in men's singles yeah. in three events, yeah, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't see the bronze medal match, but Connor Garnett just rolled Jack two and three. Yeah. Yeah. Just smashed him. Yeah. I, I think I mean this goes with it, <clears throat> with everybody, but certain styles of players they match up really well with other styles. Yeah. And I think Jack matches up insanely well with Tyson. Yeah. Um, but he might struggle, or it's a little bit more difficult uh, yeah. with players like Federico, Connor Garnett, maybe Christian Alshon, those types of players. By the way, my prediction was Ben mm-hmm. wins. Okay. Fed gets second. Okay. Jame third. Alshon. Wow. We got to have a running board with your predictions. Yeah, that's not a bad. I didn't do too bad. Okay. Uh, anything else with men's singles? No, I mean, it's exciting. I think men's singles, we've seen this. We've heard this from other people too. I, men's singles is quickly becoming the fan favorite. Maybe behind women's doubles still just because of those long rallies and mm-hmm. crazy points. And the women didn't do anything to uh, lose that spot with some of the matches we saw this weekend. Yeah. But men's singles is is very quickly gaining on them. What are your thoughts on the top eight, ten players, whatever it is, starting in the round of sixteen? The my only issue is that 
with that. And I'm totally okay with it, to be honest with you. I think that you've earned it. My only issue is how hard it is to crack that. Yes. Once you secure your spot, yeah. you're almost guaranteed to some extent you, to remain. If you go 500, yeah. if you go one and one yeah. for the rest of the year, yeah. you will keep that buy. Yeah. Those two buys. And that's what makes it tough. I think it's really hard to crack that. Like I said, I, they've earned it, but it makes it very, very difficult to crack that spot. Connor Garnett in the semis was up 10, I think, to 6 yeah, on Ben Johns. And Ben came back. Yeah. Stone cold killer. CG is not closing very well lately. Love Connor Garnett. He is not closing. <laughs> Coffee is for closers, Connor. Get some. Okay, moving on. Uh, do you want to go to what, women's singles now? Yeah, let's go to women's singles. I think the... Women's singles, the biggest surprise is that Salome upset Catherine Parento. I think the biggest surprise was Annalie's running serve. Okay, well, yes. Annalie did her running serve, which... Okay, let's talk about that for a sec. Did that add any pace at all to her serve? Do you think it adds any pace? I mean, it could if done properly, but it didn't seem like... It didn't seem like yeah. it added any pace. Yeah. Liz, she did against Liz Trulock, mm -hmm. and it, it actually started a great point. Yeah. But Liz had Annalie on the run and then freaking hits it right to her. Yeah. Like, she had the whole court open and hits it right back to Annalie. Yeah. Um, the running serve was weird. I know that everybody's trying to get advantage, but this is also coming from the same girl that did that crazy eye formation with her mom. Yeah. Where she would duck down behind the net. <laughs> I guess anything to get an advantage. Is the running serve legal? I believe so. Is there a rule? I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't called. But she used it a couple more times too yeah, throughout the tournament. It's awful. It doesn't help. Yeah. It, it's really weird. So, can somebody, so what's the thinking behind it? Can somebody just jump behind the line? As long as you jump behind the line, well, are you clear? Yeah. I mean, are we going to have somebody sprint? Because somebody can, like a basketball player, can really jump off from that line. And that's what I'm saying. Are we going to have somebody start at the back wall, yeah. sprint forward? And just rip a serve in the air and then land in the kitchen line yeah. for us. I mean, you don't want to land too far in because then they'll hit it right back to you, right? But can you get enough pace on the ball? Yeah. Although Deckel practically falls in anyways. Yeah. So my partner, Jeannie Bouchard. Jeannie. Eight oh eight two. <laughs> eight zero. She was up eight zero in Paris. On Paris. I was like, okay, Jeannie. And then the craziest part about that match is Paris didn't panic. And Paris never came to the net. And she sat back and made Jeannie Bouchard hit balls in the court. But how much of a difference does Jeannie look this tournament? She did much better. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She honestly might have worked her way up to like a 4-2. Yeah. Much better. Just give her two or three more times and she'll be up to a 4-5. She might be a 4-5 yeah. at some point. I mean, there's plenty of 4-5s that played women's singles. So, Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, is I mean, Leia had a good run. She's back. She, yeah. Anna Bright and Leia, that match. Did you watch that? I didn't. I was getting updates on it. but That first game, mm -hmm. Anna Bright looked like the best singles player in the history of women's singles. Yeah, She was phenomenal. I mean, she, it was insane. And then Leia just kind of was able to weather the storm. I mean, yeah. she lost 11-1 in game one. She was able to weather that storm and then neutralize her. And Leia ends up winning the next two. Like, how you don't get discouraged after how well Anna played in the first game and not just fold is is actually a credit to Leia because Anna yeah. Bright was, she looked better than Annalie. So yeah. that was, that was big. It's fun to watch Anna Bright play singles too. I hope she plays more. Yeah. She, she said she's playing the progression draw because she doesn't want to be ice cold going into her matches, which mm -hmm. actually makes sense. So it, it was fun to have her out there playing. And then Salome. Yeah. Salome upsets Catherine. I'm sure there's a couple bad line calls. I'm sure she hooked her. 
Um, that's just what she does. I know that there's 94 line judges and everyone. How old is Salome? Uh, dude, stop. I'm not going to comment. I get in trouble when I say this. If you had to guess. I, if I had to guess, she's probably <laughs> mid to late 40s, but I think she's like 10 <laughs> years younger than that. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> See? Mixed doubles. Anyways, Annalie won. Wait, wait. Annalie won. Also, props to Mary Brasha. Makes another championship Sunday. I get need to give Mary credit where credit's due. Although she blocked me on IG. Mary? Mary Brasha. What'd you do to her? I don't Nothing. <laughs> I I don't know. I love Maggie. Maggie's the nicest, sweetest human on the planet. Wait, Maggie or Mary? Mary. But I'm just okay. saying I love Maggie. And Nick Black's he's okay. Um How'd you find out she blocked you? Because like you know how like your stories it says someone will post a story with them. Yeah. And then it says unable to view this story. Gotcha. And I kept seeing that on people that like are my friends. And I thought that was weird. Uh, and then it was probably a mistake. And then I have access to the Black Bears account. Wow. And so we were posting something on the Black Bears account and then that story popped up. Yeah. And I noticed it was Mary. People, and then people just don't so like So then you I went and looked at the other stories from yeah. those same and they're all ones with Mary in them. Yeah. So I don't know. Mary, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. Okay. Mixed doubles. Mixed doubles. Okay. So pretty fun. We had a lot of teams. Um, yeah. 128. Yeah. So how'd you do? Uh, not good. Yeah. That was my, I played with Christine Maddox and we had scheduled to that tournament. And so we don't have any more scheduled. And you're not going to pick uh, up. No, she's incredible talent. Lots of potential. I think uh, a couple more tournaments for experience, but she's she's fun to play with and uh, hits the ball harder than I do. You played with Chuck. We played against, against Chuck, Chuck yeah. And Chow Yi. Chow Yi, yeah. Zoe. Yeah. They were not wearing matching clothes this time, though. I think it's interesting that you go all the way to a tournament and you play. I think that happens a lot more than people realize. Well, not only with me, but with everybody. Well, yeah. Like, well, like Rafa and Todd Folt yeah. played Chuck and Mario. Yeah. Like all three. Yeah. Utah, anyways. So yeah, mixed was, I think one exciting thing about mixed is uh DLR, Daniel De La Rosa and yep. Tammy Emmerich. Okay. Is Tammy Emmerich the nicest person in pickleball? She is. She yeah. might be right behind Corinne Carr and Vivian David. I think Tammy's nicer than Viv. She's super nice. Except for, I have seen her get a little bit upset. Tammy Emmerich. Yeah. Really? Yeah. At her kid. Well, isn't that when the whole uh, MLP thing went down when they got in that fight? The, yeah, but oh, with Spencer. Yeah, like yeah, but Tammy was like, I felt like she was peacemaker. I thought she was getting into it too. I, I think it looks worse if you get mad at Tammy Emmerich. Like that makes you <laughs> you you were a hunt. Let's say this: if you lose your temper with Tammy Emmerich, you were in the wrong. I promise you. Okay. Like Martin, if you have ever been upset with her, I promise you're in the wrong. How many pairs of sunglasses does Martin have? Millions. I mean, he's got the tan lines to prove it. He said he has, I think, 10. I mean, he's got the tan lines. To 10 prove or it. so. But they had a big win. So they beat Tyra and Rafa. Yep. And that yep. was their second round. Yeah. Their Almost second round. all these matches. They and... started dude, They started on um, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yep. then they beat Rafa and Tyra. Yep. And then they went and beat Elise and Connor Garnett. Yes. And they were down, I believe, 3-8 in the third. And, came and they came the back, back to win. Yeah. Yeah. And then they actually played Ben and Annalie decent, didn't they? Eight and six. That's that's decent for Ben yeah. and Natalie. Uh, and then... So, Parento and Sock. So, Jack Sock decided, I have Catherine Parento on my side. Mm -hmm. 
I am going to poach, drive, and not slow down a single ball to Jay and Callie mm-hmm. and see if they can handle it. Okay. And they didn't. Okay. They I mean, won four and two. Yeah. I mean, and that match was over Quick. so fast. Yeah. And, and it was Jack just deciding that he was going to overpower them. Mm-hmm. Now, when he ended up having to play Ben and Annalee, it worked the first game. Mm-hmm. But Ben is... The one thing that Ben doesn't get credit for, not only is he the most skilled pickleball player in the world, he's also the most strategic. Mm-hmm. And so Ben ends up switching things up and they were able to slow Jack down. Yeah, and they ended up winning Ben and yeah. Emily 11-7. Yeah. But I was watching that match yeah. and in my opinion... That was the most nervous that I've seen oh. Ben and Annalise. Well, it was 7-7 seven, seven in the yeah. third. Yeah. yeah, it was 7-7 seven, seven in the third. Just with the antics of Jack Sock, with yep. his shot selection, how he was playing, everything yeah. like that. Yeah, I sure. hadn't seen that look to me for yeah. quite some time. So so we've talked about it. Everyone's talking about Jack Sock and how he's bursting on the scene and he's going to beat Ben in three months. So just to be clear, Jack's been playing since 2017. Okay, We know that he's been playing pro tennis. Yeah. So obviously pickleball hasn't been his focus, but but let's he's not, been around the game for a while. Yeah, let's not pretend he just picked up a paddle. Yeah. With that being said, Jack's improvement from Masters to this tournament mm-hmm. is pretty significant. Yeah, now, I don't know what his ceiling is at you know forty years old or thirty whatever years old he yeah. is, um, and how much he's been playing pickleball. But now that he's playing full time, he said he loves to train. Yeah, he said he actually really enjoys it. He drills all the time. He plays nonstop. So I don't know what that ceiling is at this stage in his life. Yeah. But I do know that if he's able to, you know, improve from what he did from Masters to Mesa, from Mesa to North Carolina, he he's going to be very, very dangerous. Listen, I like Jack Sock. I'd love to play with him. I think he's pretty funny. I mean, he talks on the court a ton. Um, But the only thing I will say is he's got pretty good partners. He has Catherine Brento. Yeah. And so when you have these types of partners, it's normally pretty. And his results with Colin Schick aren't as good as his results are with Catherine. And so for me, what I love to see, I mean, Ben Johns, you put him with anyone in the top 10, top 15, he's going to win. I mean, he won MLP with Eric Lang and Jesse Irvin and Lacey Schneeman. Yeah. So that's that's my only knock on him is I would love to see what he's doing with Catherine Parento with somebody else in the top. 15 top 20 we may not ever like see it because and we probably won't ever see it because he's always going to get yeah. whoever he wants but i mean we're seeing Annalie. that a little well, he got annalee he might get annalee this weekend yeah right yeah Who's I, I don't think annalee's playing oh from what i've heard but ben and neither is ben i don't think ben is yeah so minnesota is wide open so in our and neither are the johnsons and dylan oh yeah they're playing app yeah so we had this discussion a little bit in our Discord. By the way, if you are not in our Discord, go check us out. We have our link in our description below. Who is more important in the partnership, Ben Johns or Annalie Waters? For example, if Ben played with somebody else or if Annalie played with somebody else, who would win? So, so I used to play, this is a really bad analogy, but I used to play a lot of co-ed softball. <laughs> you love co-ed softball? <laughs> no, I don't. Trust me. There's not a lot of co-ed going on in that softball. But... <laughs> The teams with the best females uh-huh. were always the best teams. The guys seemed to cancel each other out. Okay. And now, and what I mean by that is there are two or three women who are head and shoulders better than all the other women in pickleball. Okay. And if you had, and in this co-ed softball, for instance, if you had one or two of the women that were head and shoulders better. Okay. So who are you saying is the second best uh, male player right now? Would you say JW? 
Yeah, I'd say it's probably. All right, so say JW and Annalee yeah. versus Ben and Catherine. Yeah, Ben and Catherine win. Okay. But I think that that's because Ben's gap over J-Dub's that big. Okay. It, I thought you were saying that but, Annalee would well, be. Okay, but if I take Ben and, and if I take Ben and say Jesse uh-huh. and I put them up against J-Dub and Annalee, J-Dub and Annalee win. I would still say Ben. In really? That, I don't think so. I think, and I think if I put J-Dub and Catherine against Ben and Jesse, J-Dub and Catherine win. I think those two. Yeah. I think those two buck the trend. Everybody else, it's Ben. Yeah. But those two with a top three or four player. Yeah. Beat Ben. Anyways, uh, the question I had: Will the gap close the more that Jack and Catherine play Ben and Emily, or will it widen? So I actually think that Ben is such a strategist. Strategist. He's so good at that. Uh-huh. I think that Ben is going to know how to play Jack. Mm-hmm. Do I think it, I don't know if it's going to widen, but I think Ben's going to figure he's going to figure it out. Yeah. He's you know Jack's going to ha- Jack's going to have to evolve mm-hmm. in order to to close the gap. Yeah, he's not going to be able to run around his forehand nonstop. Yeah, um, he's not going to be able to flick those forehands. You know, he's skilled enough to stay in every single match with Ben, but strategy wise, I think that that Jack is going to have to add some weapons to his game because Ben. Ben's seen it now. And that was the first time that they had played. And yeah. I've always said that I think it's going to be the random teams that yeah. give Ben and Emily yeah. the hardest time. Dude, we, so I wasn't in Mesa because I coach a football team, right? I coach. We had a seven-on-seven tournament in Vegas, Mesquite. And we played this team the very first game. Mm-hmm. Okay? And they smashed us. Mm-hmm. Dude, we lost 28-7, to seven, which is really a bad loss in seven-on-sevens in yep. a 25-minute game. Crushed us. We end up playing them, so we end up getting into the bracket play, and we end up playing them in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. And we adjusted. We changed our defense. We've seen them now. We knew exactly what they were going to do, and we yeah. beat them. Right? And that's what it is with Ben. Like, when you've never seen them before, mm-hmm. it's a lot. And he, not that he hasn't seen Jack, but he hasn't seen him enough and played against him enough that it's hard to adjust on the fly. Yeah. And now Ben is smart enough that he's going he's gonna to adjust. Okay, another crazy match. We have Vivian David, Thomas Wilson versus Jackie and Riley Newman. Jackie Kalamoto was lights out that match. 15-13 yeah. in the third game. Okay, can we talk about why they lost that match? Tell us. Can we talk about that Jackie took six straight thirds, drove them all. Mm-hmm. They won six straight points. And then Riley comes over for the next two and dump, takes them from her and dumps them in the freaking net. Were you there? No, I watched it. Okay. He dumps... Freaking two th- into the bottom of the net. Mm-hmm. Like, I get the man coming over, and I am not that guy that gets on Facebook, and he's like, why do they play mix like this? And they show all the videos of Riley bumping Elise into the first row and <laughs> all that stuff. I'm not that guy. I understand why it's played the way it is, yeah. and I get it, and I think that that's clearly the best strategy. It's how bent, you know. But if you something is working. Yeah, don't change it. Don't change it. The other thing is, is Riley, you can't drive a ball. Okay, Riley just doesn't. He can't drive a ball. He needs to get to the net. Jackie has good drives. Yeah. And she might, and she, I think she has, well, I know she has better drops than Riley. Mm-hmm. So let Jackie either drive and you use your long, gangly arms to come up and poach, or let her drop the ball and you get to the net. It was working. Yeah. And then he comes over and tries to play alpha. The new paddle. Yeah, I mean, he tried to, paddle. yeah, exactly. He tried to play alpha and he was instead, he was a beta. 
Um, did they have any match points? Yeah, they had match point. They How had many? match point. I think at 11, 10, and I think at 12, 11. Really? I didn't watch that match. So. Yeah. Actually, they might have even had one at 13, 12. Huh? Yeah. All they right. Had a, they had a couple. Both sides had a couple. It was an oh. unbelievable match. I mean, it was Vivian David and Thomas Wilson are just, I mean, they're, they're a force. Another, That's their second straight final. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. There's so, so many matches to. I mean, so analyze. Tyson McGuffin withdrew. Okay. Um, why was that? Well, I think it's weird how Tyson, if he's if he's out in other, so for example at nationals when he got knocked out uh-huh. and he only had, I think he only had mixed. Yeah. At yeah. that point, he withdrew as well, and then because yeah. said he was sick, and then yeah. the next day he was driving around in a Ferrari and a rented. Let's be clear, it was rented <laughs> Ferrari in Miami. Panty season. Yeah, because it was red panty season, um, and then he did it again. So he got knocked out in singles. He got knocked out in men's. Yeah. By Julian Arnold and Jack Monroe, by the way. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up withdrawing from, from mixed. And he said he was sick. But that's not true. Rumors. Rumors <laughs> are that he was not sick. Pickleball rumors. Tyson was not sick. Tyson has a hurt foot. Okay. And he essentially withdrew for that reason, but asked for them to say it was an illness. Mm-hmm. Is that because the sketchers are injuring his feet or is he just not want people to know? And it's like, he doesn't want them to whatever. I don't know. I didn't, they come out with a new model. Well, he wears brand. I mean, they look brand new. I don't know. Yeah. But it's like a new model. Like, would you wear a shoe no matter how much they paid you? If it was injuring you and hurting your career? I mean, it all depends. So it's like the third, like you can be bought. Everyone can be. I mean, if you say no, that's a lie. If someone offers you $100 million cash, you're going to take it. Yeah, but like if this is your third event that you've withdrawn because the shoes that are sponsoring you are hurting your feet. I'm not saying they are. Just saying if, hypothetically, would you continue wearing those or would you have a talk with them? I would for sure have a talk with them. Just say, hey, these are hurting my feet. Yeah. What can we do? So anyways, we were told that Tyson actually has a foot injury. Tyson, if you'd like to come on the pod and tell us exactly what happened, I'd love that. I would love to get Tyson on the pod. Should we get him on the pod? I would love it. Should we get him right here in the middle? Yeah. I, like, I wouldn't do, I'll be honest with you, I would not do a pod with Tyson unless it was a live pod. I don't want one like where we do like a Zoom or anything. Yeah. I would like to sit down with him. What would you ask him? I think, I, I mean, look, one, we, we got a lot to talk about him and I, mm-hmm. right? I, I would love to just discuss things. Yeah. Number two, I would ask him, who cuts Kyle McKenzie's hair? Cause it's horrid. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Like quit going to super cuts. If you, if Tyson's paying you enough, you wouldn't be going to his fantastic Sam's and getting a $9 haircut. Cause it's horrible. And then number three, I'm I, not agreeing with what Jimmy's saying. Bro, you know, his haircut's bad. <laughs> Kyle McKenzie's haircut. Tyson looks a lot better with the short. Tyson's hair. haircut's great. With it's fine. Yeah. It looks better than that stringy mullet. He had yeah. <clears throat> Kyle McKenzie is what I'm saying. He's the one that's, Using the freaking buy one, get one free coupon. <laughs> Anyways, I, I would love to have Tyson on the pod. In exchange, I would go on his pod and get him some views for once. So Real views or would you buy them? Well, I'd probably have to buy them for him, but it's okay. All right, uh, mixed doubles, same tune. Emily, Ben, they're tough. They're tough. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they haven't lost yet this year. They haven't lost since Emily was 15. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's wild. Like I, I mean, Thomas and Viv. Here's the four, thing: four, one, and nine. We need to talk about pickleball being on Fox. Okay, 
And Fox shows this mixed doubles match, and everybody's pumped up. Yeah, I mean Connor Pardo's fired up, and as he should be. Yeah, I mean you got it on. This isn't. This wasn't FS1. It wasn't FS2. Mm-hmm. I mean it was on Fox on a Sunday, right? Like that's exciting. Yeah, and we get Ben and Annalie just steamrolling yeah. Thomas and Vivian. Now the tweets and the things about it, for the most part, seemed pretty positive, and I think it was still a. a it's still a positive thing. But I wish we would have had a little bit of a better match. Okay. All right, moving on. But first and foremost, we'd like to give a big shout out to our another sponsor, C&D Pickleball Love Net. C&D. They make make it so we can do these podcasts. Go check them out, C&D Pickleball Nets. Actually, no. I the best. The best Pickleball, pickleball Nets. Pickleballnets.com. Use, use code, code KOTC. They make the best nets, seriously. Um, they're heavy duty. Official sponsor of the APP. Official sponsor of APP, and they are used at MLP events. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And we also, they were used at Pickle Slam. Yeah. I mean, really, really good quality nets. Like, if you see a net that, like, okay, I'm just going to be real. I saw this ad for another net, mm-hmm. and they were like zooming in on the wheel in the middle, mm-hmm. and it, it was so chintzy and cheap yeah and it's just like like if i'm paying three thousand dollars i want mm-hmm. i want every component to be thought through yeah high quality high, to be high quality and that's what cnd has done yeah. i so, promise you they have a warranty on them but they yeah. last a very long yeah. time they'll even custom color yeah which so, would be it's just sick and really cool guys um they're that's the other thing out is, of utah yeah like people you want to do business with people yeah. that like will make sure that you're happy they're just good dudes yeah so, yeah, they also have a sick office. Yeah, their office is. And also, awesome. they even do more discounts if you're ordering bulk quantity. So yeah. if you're ordering five or ten for your it, facility or you, church or something like you'd that, you'd be you'd be an idiot not to literally use them if you're opening a facility. Yeah, like we actually know that there's been a couple a facilities couple that facilities, have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you would like, I would call them first. Okay. So go check them out and tell them that we sent you use code KOTC on their website. Thank you for your support. Uh, we love your product and thank you for sponsoring this episode or this segment of the show. All right, moving on to men's doubles, men's doubles. So I played, you played with Kwong, Kwong Duong. There you go. Kwong Duong. Okay. You say that five times fast. Kwong Duong, Kwong Duong. Well, I'm going to get called racist. Okay. It went well? Huh? It went well. I mean, it's tough to say because we played Dave Weinbach, which I love to play against. Yeah. Um, Dave Weinbach and Chris Headings. Um, Did you respect the net? I respected the net. Did Headings Um, drive every ball as hard as he could? Yes. Uh, They actually had a great win over Steve Deacon and Philip Locklear. Uh Um, So they won that match. And then me and Kwong, we played Dave and Chris. Uh And we beat them. I can't remember the score. Maybe five and four or five and five, something like that. Yeah. and so I felt like we won that match. It wasn't all that close. Yeah. And then our next match, we play the team that ends up winning the match. You tournament. have to play J-Dub and Dylan. Yeah. Like, there's our no second match. There's no breaks yeah. there. Yeah. So it's a little bit tricky to kind of gauge how you guys yeah. do. But I had fun. He's, he's a great player. Um, he's, he's just getting started. So, I mean. Did he change his grip for doubles? He needs to. Why? What, what grip should he do? Well, I just feel like he's – everything – he just – I feel like his hands are slower because he's just such a singles player. And I, I promise you, not even watching that match, mm-hmm. he got blown up by J-Dub and Dylan. You don't have to say it. I'll say it. He got blown up. Every time they sped him up, he got blown up. 
Go watch that match and then you can let me know for yeah, sure. I'm right. Okay. Okay. Um, men's doubles. Lot of lots of upsets. Tons. Yeah. Tons. So the biggest upset. Gabe Tardio. Who's Andre Deescu. Gabriel Tardio. I went to dinner with him and his brother. They're a riot. They look very, very look more than brothers. They look very similar, yeah. yes. They definitely like if they were twins. And they actually really like the show. But they're a couple years apart. Yeah. And his brother who listens to the show, yeah. is going to Florida. Go Gators. Yeah. Anyways, Gabe Tardio, sponsored by Pickle. Mm-hmm. Pickle pickle Paddles are coming up, dude. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, they just came out, came onto like the scene four or five months everywhere. ago. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's interesting that Proton and Pickle, mm-hmm. their players are both doing very well. Yeah. Um, and they're both paddle companies that have just kind of burst onto the scene recently. Yeah. So Gabe Tardio, they pick up a win over Wyatt Stone and Spencer Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they end up playing Ben and Colin and like we've seen Ben and Colin lose, but usually it's like, you know, nine, 12, 10, they lose in the third. Yeah. Tardio and Deescu smacked them. Gabe six Tardio. Yes. 11, six, 11, five. Gabe Tardio was a monster in that match. Yeah. Andre Deescu just stayed there and he was just steady Eddie and Tardio just went for everything. Yeah. He was Backhand flicks down the middle. I think he actually pegged uh, Ben yeah. in, in the chin or something. Yeah, like the throw. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the first few points. And yeah. Maybe that rattled Ben a little he bit. He just kept going. Like, yeah. But everything that Tardio, every time he pulled the trigger, it was the right decision. I don't know about every time, but okay, well, most of the time. Most of the time. And they ended up rolling through them. And what's crazy is usually you win that, and then it's like, okay, huge letdown. They yeah. go and beat Jay and Pat. Not only did they beat Jay and Pat, but they beat him handily. Yeah. And then they beat Riley and Thomas again in straight, straight set, straight games. Yeah. Like Tardio and Deescu are a force. That was real. That was really impressive. And the other thing is, is they're fun to watch like the chest bumps after, Yeah. you know, and then in the, unfortunately in the finals, they ran into J-Dub and Dylan who know them very well. I think uh, Gabe has a little bit of a mental block against JW just because he trains with him. Yeah, for sure. And JW knows his game. He's yeah. played with him. But I, but clearly, like, Gabe... I mean, Gabe's still only, what, 19, 20? 19? Yeah, he's probably 19. Yeah, he's got... He, he The sky's the limit for him. Yeah. So, I mean, Gabe's been that next big thing for a while, so it's good to see him finally break through. Yeah. So that, that was a big match. Uh, the other couple of other upsets, I mean... Um, CJ Klinger and Jame. Zane, Zane and Christian lost. Yeah, to Zane and Christian the lost. Arizona the, boys. Augie Gee again. Yep. Just continues. I was talking to them after the match. Yeah. And I mean, Augie, they're, the, yeah. they're the nicest people, Craig and Augie. Um, but they did say we like to play in Arizona because they have a lot of fans that come out. Yeah. And I think that helps them quite a bit. Yeah. Because like, then they end up losing the Fed and Pablo. Mm-hmm. But that that was a close match as well, even though the score doesn't really really reflect yeah. it. It was pretty close. Yeah, that one was close. And then yeah, uh, CJ Klinger mm-hmm. and Jame ended up beating Callan and Hayden. Yes, dude, Hayden he did it in mixed too. He had so many like in mixed him and Maggie. Oh, he man. had freaking like four overheads. Yeah, and just missed him and couldn't put him yeah. away in singles. He had a tough match, and then same with that goes three like. Hayden was right there. Like if Hayden would have made the semis in all three events, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have shocked you. And instead he was out in like the second round in all three events. Yeah. Like he, you watch him and you're like, dude, this kid is so good. And yeah. then it's just little shows how, how slim the margin of error is. Yeah. So the other big one was Jack Monroe, Julian Arnold beat Tyson and Deckel. Mm-hmm. 
That was a massive match. They rolled their first match, 11-0, 11-1 against Scarpa and Anderson. Well, I think that – oh, Scarpa and Dow. I think that Greg yeah, Dow yeah. was still kind of having a Jeannie Bouchard hangover. He got a chance to play with her. He probably smelled her, got close to her. <laughs> and Dow's that guy. He's that dude. And so he was probably just like, look, I'm just happy to be here at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, Julian and Jack play Tyson and Deckel. Oh. And I was watching that match live, and I came – during the second game. Yeah. And um, I thought they had lost the first game. Yeah. But they won the first game 11-4 and won the second game 11-8. What do you think about the Ignatowicz, Matt, right, against Julian and Jack where Matt was just chir- – I mean, Matt went hard. Like, Matt always chirps. So I watched that. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, if you've seen Matt, I mean, that's kind of to be expected. The one match, and this is big pickle, is the one that I wanted to see was – uh, Matt Wright versus Riley and San Clemente, and they muted the sound. Yeah, or the sound got lost. Well, ru- I heard that one was ru- rumor. Next what level. rumor was? Somebody asked him to lose it. Yeah, I would imagine. I heard that match was next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I watched this match, and I mean they were tripping a little bit, but that was. You think it got in Jack Monroe's head a little bit? I mean, he's a young kid. No, never been on the big stage. No. The, the one thing we need to talk about... And he wasn't really chirping at Jack. It was mostly Julian. Yeah. But the one thing we need to talk about is James Ignatowicz's injury. Yeah. So James hurt his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I think it was hurt before the tournament. Okay. He tried to play through it. Seems that he re-aggravated it. He might, we might not see him for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it affected him. I mean, he was playing the right in mixed mm-hmm. because it hurt him. And then it clearly affected him in men's. Yeah. So and they ended up pulling out of the bronze and they ended up pulling out of the bronze. So that's going to be really interesting going yeah. forward because James has been playing very, very well. Yeah. But that also does that open up a partnership for Anna Bright? Does that open up yeah. someone needing to play with Matt Wright? And do we start to see some partner shuffling happening? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anything else with, um, no, I mean, our gold medalists are J dub and Dylan, mm-hmm. which I mean, they're not under contract, so I'm curious what the purse is on that. $100. Gabe Tardio, also not under contract. Yeah. Curious what the purse is on that. And then, yeah, Riley and Thomas get the bronze. Good for Riley. Is Riley going to count that as a win over Matt Wright? For sure. He got bronze, according <laughs> to this. Yeah. So, yeah, congrats. I mean, J-Dub, J-Dub and Dylan. Did you, did you watch uh, Riley and Thomas versus uh, Tardio and Dayescu? Yeah. Yeah. How was it? I mean, it was the same thing. It was so a lot of people were complaining. I have not seen this uh, putting this out there, uh, but a lot of people were complaining that uh, Riley was just taking way too many balls as per usual. Yeah, hundred percent, he was. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, is if there's one guy that's more deceptive than Riley mm-hmm. when he's on, because we know that. I mean, look, this is one tournament. Mm-hmm. He ha- he hasn't been doing this for for his entire career. Is Gabe Tardio, yeah. and he's more deceptive than Ry- than Riley. And when he's on, yeah. right, he. He he's a wizard. Dude, I was watching uh, Tardio. Who's he playing? I can't remember who he was playing, but you know how you can kind of do an inside-out forehand. Yeah, he was doing it with his backhand. Yeah, dude. I think he was trying it on Matt Wright. Yeah, um, and he was trying the inside-out backhand on him. Dude, he's filthy. You know what else is <laughs> I so? Love it. You know what else is so rad about Tardio? Is I saw a video after he freaking beats Ben Johns and Colin Johns. Everybody's gone for the night. Yeah, and he's playing freaking rec games with Ireland and Liv. Yeah. Like what? A, like what a good dude! Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess he's it's not like he's going out to the bar. He's not old enough. Not but, old enough yet. But that's kind of cool that he's like still going to hang out and play rec games and 
I don't know. Tardio's just a he's he's a stud. If you know Gabe, like if nice you ever guy. see yep. yeah, yeah, nice if you guy. ever see him. Okay. Yeah. Moving on to women's doubles. I was shocked. By and then this we'll get result. into questions. I actually have never been more shocked by a result. Which one? Oh, Emily this one? and Catherine won. Wild. Oh, gotcha. Crazy. Yeah. yeah so Millie Rain, Bobby O'Shiro's are probably the story. They made a deep run. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually picked up win over Elise and Megan Fudge. They picked mm-hmm. up a win over Leia and Lauren Stratman. And then they actually played, I mean, 12 10 in the first game against Annalie and Catherine. Ended up losing 12 10 11 3. Yep. And then the other one is Georgia Johnson. And Mary Hump. Is it Mar- Mari or Mary? I don't know. We're going to get. We're going to get. Somebody yeah. tell us. We Honestly, we need to put some respect on her name now because she's a PPA medalist. Uh-huh. But Humberg and Johnson had good wins. They have, they beat Lacey and Irina. They beat Lucy and Callie. Yeah. And then they ended up losing to Catherine and Annalie, but they ended up pulling out the bronze medal over Vivian, David, and Anna Bright. Another yeah. good win. And then in the gold medal match are Utah girls who yeah, continue so- to just – I mean, they continue to to be a buzzsaw. Quarterfinals, though. Okay. Played the Brashas. They played the Brashas. I was watching that match, uh, not live, but on the live stream. The Brashas had seven, maybe nine. Seven or nine match 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 points. points. Match points. And Megan and Etta fought it off and fought it off and fought it off. And they end up pulling it out. But what's crazy is they won game one 11-0. Yeah. And then they lose 11-9 and then win (laughs) 12-10. I mean, they just kept fighting off. Like, talk about mental toughness. But if you know Megan and you know Etta, yeah, those two don't get rattled by anything. I think they have the high, one of the highest ceilings out there as yeah, a team for sure. Um, you know, it's just being able to play at that level consistently, which I mean, could yeah. be could but be also, said about we, everybody and, else. And we know everybody works hard. I think most people in pickleball, like this, is your profession. Yeah. But if you want to talk about two people that have turned it up recently. You know, I told you I see, you know, I saw Megan on the ball machine just grinding by herself for yep. two hours one day. Etta has personal trainer now. She's training with, a, with you know, Jordan Pendleton and Cleo Bell who train NFL players. Yeah. Right? Like, they, they have turned it up a notch, and it's showing in their game. Do you think they can consistently win over Catherine and Annalie? Dude, do I think they can consistently beat them? No. Do I think they can get up to a point where they're beating them one out of five, yes. Because right now, the last two games were 12-10, 12-10. Yeah. It was so 11-3, then 12-10, 12-10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they were right there. I, I think that they are proven to be the clear-cut number two team. Yeah. Um, with Anna playing with multiple partners, you know, she played with Rachel. Now she's playing with Vivian David. I think she's going to go back to Rachel. Mm-hmm. I think that Megan and Etta, with Etta being healthy and Megan playing as well as she is, are the number two team right now. Okay. And Lucy, don't sleep on Lucy and, Ka- and Callie. The the other thing is, is remember, they dropped to the three seed for this. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up having to be on. They yeah, lost they, to Georgia. Yeah, they lost earlier. Yeah, yeah, but they had to be on that other side of that bracket. Yeah. It, it really is, at this point, kind of a little bit of a luck of the draw on yeah. what side of the bracket you're on. So progression draws, are they the future? Yeah, they have to be. They have to be. It's a better viewing experience. It's better for the fans. It's be- the players have all said that it's better. Not all the players. Okay. The players, I, I mean this very nicely. The players that matter think that it's better. <laughs> the qualies, the players that are in the qualies, they don't like it. And I get it. And they shouldn't like it. And they have to take a week off of work when they're already not making any money and there's not any purse. And so those players, I totally get it. It might be worse 
for it's the first rounds, not the qualities. It's the first first rounds. Round. The so, people who get bied yeah. that play those qualities. Yeah. It might be worse for bringing new talent into the sport, mm-hmm. which is where we have to find that balance. I don't know if there could be like so like in 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 golf, right? They give sponsors exemptions. Yeah. So you if you don't get through like they do like uh, qualifying tournaments, and mm-hmm. if you don't get through, they give sponsors exemptions to yep. certain players that don't even have to play them. I wonder if PPA can select certain players, you know, like for example, okay, Jack Monroe has, you know, he's done, or or, or, here's a better example, Augie and Craig, right? They just had a great tournament. They're in Arizona. They have their fans there. You know, let's give Augie and Craig a sponsor's exemption and let Mm -hmm. them get right. One one thing I didn't realize, I think the viewing experience is the same, but what it does allow for is uh, players and matchup stories to be told. It yeah. can you can build up the hype for yeah. certain matchups, whereas before it was boom, 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 and everything happened so quick. And you know what else it does is it allows you to scout your opponent. You know who you're playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's that big of a deal. I, but well, for that's me, cause you don't. That's because you don't study your opponent. No, everybody knows who everybody is. I mean, I know, but it gives you. But if you know who you're playing, you can like at least. Yeah. You know, the next day yeah. you can. Yeah, like, but okay. building up stories, I think you can do social media posts, you can talk about it, you can call other people, and you can really build up that drama. Yeah, but like, I, like I'll just give you an example. I know that Jackie and Riley, right, they knew they were playing Thomas and Viv the next day, and they discussed their strategy the night before. Yeah. And, you know, instead of having an hour before you play, you have a whole day. Yeah. You know, and what can you figure out in a day? What can, you know, I don't know. I just think that that's a benefit a lot of people so okay so okay. now we're getting into questions yes. so we had a lot of questions come in but first and foremost uh this segment is sponsored by reset pickleball reset. yes yep so what it is is it's a spray for your paddle and it makes it like new it cleans off all the gunk all the residue from the yep. ball and any anything else in the it coagulates um, is that the word emulsifies emulsifies <laughs> what's coagulate mean it's not that. Okay. Coagul emulsifies. Reset pickleball.shop. Use code KOTC. Yeah. Honestly, these things will last you forever. Everybody I know has one in their bag. They love it. Yeah. Um, it keeps your paddle super clean. Super clean and smelling good. And smelling good. Yeah. I actually saw uh, a friend of ours, Brennan Adamson, was getting ready for a tournament. Uh-huh. And part of his tournament prep was putting some yeah. reset on and cleaning his paddles. So. I was watching. I mean, Ben Johns, does, he's kind of known for this, but whenever he hits a bad shot, he'll wipe his paddle face clean. Yeah. And I'm just thinking it's like spray some of this on and it cleans that paddle. Should really we keep good. it in his pocket and pull it out? Yeah. Just a little Do they quick. need like a travel size. Yeah. I mean, this is, well, is it under four? I don't know how many ounces this is, but it's not safe. Anyways, thank you for your support. Go check them out at resetpickable.shop. TSA is not going to stop you. Use code KOTC to make that super cheap price even more economical yes all right so questions real quick i'm going to ask a couple um that i had myself for you okay and this first one might be a little naive so please don't burn me too bad um everyone talks about mlp Uh how they love the format everything like that why have we not done an mlp format with just gender like just four women on a team yep four women or four men four male is that a bad question? 
No, I mean, I, I, I like think... if this were in college, I would imagine they would go with the MLP format. Yeah. And they're not going to be doing co-ed. Well, college, 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 they'll do. I mean, do, men's is, basketball, women's basketball, men's. Yeah, tennis. they have that, but do they not do mixed in college tennis? No, there's no mix. No. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, I feel like this question should have been asked, and that's why I, I think in college we may see that. But I'm trying to think of of college sports where they do like a mixed gender. Yeah, I don't know of in, any in any college sports. Cheer. Yeah, cheer. Actually, they do. They do have co-ed and cheer. Yeah, but that's not well. It is. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a sanctioned sport, isn't it? Jackie and Jade Kawamoto is cheer a sanctioned sport. But anyways, you work for the NCAA. Would it be bad to do a gender MLP? No, you could do it. I mean, obviously, I think that'd be a lot of fun. We obviously see people here locally that do like that put together their own MLP tournaments, yeah. and they do a gender. Okay. So yeah, I think that they could do that. Maybe that's the future of it. You know, but obviously where MLP sits right now, people love the mixed version. They yeah. love, they love obviously having that, that mixed match, but for a college format, mm-hmm. sure. You could do women's and men's. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. All right. Protective glasses. Yeah. It's the future. It's coming. No. Why? 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 Because you think people's hands are slower if they're wearing glasses. How does that answer the question? Are your hands slower when you wear your vision pro? Uh, no, they're faster. It speeds up the frame. <laughs> I just, I don't think that they're mandatory. I don't okay. think it's going to ever be a mandatory thing. Okay. Although in hockey, so here's what I think in hockey, they used to, they didn't have to wear helmets uh-huh. and then they started making it mandatory. But people who started playing their career before they were mandatory got grandfathered in. Interesting. So maybe you'll get grandfathered in and you don't have to wear protective oh lenses. Oh my gosh. We totally forgot a, a topic. What? Jim Kloss. Dude. Okay. He's a genius. No. He's a genius. Okay, listen. I'm we supposed to defend him, he told me. We don't need to go over that too much because we know how bad the announcing was. We know that lady was batshit crazy. The stuff that she said was just completely out of pocket, out of control. Here's the great thing. He's We're, a genius. He brought her on. Yeah, he's elevated uh, him. Yeah, and he freaking wrote a 19-page letter about why he did it and made himself look even worse. And then she wrote an apology that wasn't actually an apology. But she was said, the free throw champion. That said, this is why I'm qualified to say these things because I hit 96 out of 100 free throws. And then she cited an article who the mom on Discord, our Discord, uh-huh. found the article and it didn't even say what she had cited. It was actually different than what she had said. <laughs> so with that being said, we will dive into that a little bit deeper because we are going to interview an actual broadcaster, okay. an actual announcer, someone who actually has an Emmy mm-hmm. and gets paid to do this, mm-hmm. Mish Michelle McMahon, tomorrow. Okay. So look for that. So this will be released, and then we'll release that one maybe a day or two later. Yeah. So look for that, and we will ask Mish what she thinks. Okay. All right, it. going back to protective glasses. So yeah, maybe you'll get grandfathered in, but I bet at some point, maybe like you think. Ju- so you you think they'll make it mandatory for juniors? I'm gonna say for juniors. Jun- juniors hit slower. I know, but they st- their reaction times are slower. So you, dude, if a 12 year old kid loses an eye, it, are glasses safety glasses required in tennis and baseball and basketball? Are you that close? In baseball, helmets are required in baseball. Not goggles, but helmets. Yeah, but you're looking straight at the ball. But helmet, a helmet. Also in baseball, you're sixty feet away. 
that from ball the, is coming from the mound and it's heavier. Well, not according to that freaking dumb lady who said Jay Davillier hits 150 mile per hour overheads. It could have been 150. Were you clocking it? Yeah, I mean, 150. So that's a lot faster than a baseball. So oh maybe you gosh. guys have to wear helmets and not goggles. <laughs> Just take one. Yeah. All right. Um, rumors. Rumors. Are that paddles will start getting banned next year. Yeah. I was talking to somebody high up at the PPA and they said they can't do it now just because they got to give these manufacturers manufacturer, give them enough time, time but yeah. they will ban these, these powerful paddles. Yeah. I think that they've got to, I think they've got to put limits and regulations on these, um, but they've got to come up with a test first, right? There's got to be an exit velocity among other things. You've got to come up with that first. <clears throat> All right. So let's get into questions. All right. We'll, we'll try to power through these. Okay. I've got, I actually have, I actually had somebody write in too. Okay. So, um, okay, here we go. We hear a lot about pros with tennis backgrounds. Some people allude to the fact that players exaggerate their tennis careers, mm -hmm. which we know that some do that. I say the vast majority do who on the APP PPA actually had great tennis careers and who might be overstating their success. Uh, obviously, Jack Sock. I mean, the tennis players. Sam Query. Sam Query, John Isner, Jeannie Bouchard, all those are very well accomplished. Um, Who had great college Christian tennis Christian Alshon was legit. He was legit he was college a tennis top, player. He was a top junior, and he played for a very good school. for before, UVA before he got yeah. kicked out for yeah. um, something with the coach's wife, maybe something else. I think Federico was pretty solid. He played for a D2 uh -huh. or maybe D3, and so... Once they play for D2s or D3s, it's kind of hard to gauge, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but Christian played for a D2 or D3 after he transferred over. Yeah. Well, he played for University of Chicago, didn't yeah. he? Which is also an insanely high academic school. So. Yeah. Um, Anna Bright played for Cal. Anna Bright, yes. So, I mean, pack pack. A lot of these school. women were pretty good. Kelly Smith was really good. Callie at, played yeah, at Utah. Kelly was good. Yeah. Um, um, Tyra was a very accomplished junior tennis player and yeah and, she didn't play know. college she went straight yeah, pro went straight pro so i think there i think the women are actually more higher comps i remember getting in a disagreement on facebook once with a guy who said that the only male playing pro pickleball who played legit d1 tennis was matt Wright because mm -hmm. he played at michigan at the time yeah that's obviously changed yeah because now jignatowicz played at vandy obviously we know all sean um, and then there's other guys. I mean, Will Howells was an All-American at, at Notre Dame. Yeah. And he's coming onto the scene now. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, there, there's people that overstate it for sure, but then there's other people who who definitely have, for er sure. have earned that. Yeah. Do you have more questions? Yeah. Next one. How does PPA seating work? Having CP and Sock play LW and Johns in the quarters was fun, but would be even better as a championship. How does Jack's lower ranking impact their mixed team? Kind of exactly what you said. You kind of you kind of answered your own question. Mm -hmm. Because Jack Sock doesn't have the points, Catherine has a lot of points, so that actually helps them. Yeah. But that's why instead of a two seed, you know, they're going to be a five or a six seed, and there's a good chance that they end up on the same side of the bracket as Ben and Annalie. It is random. We are told that seeds five through nine are completely randomized. Yeah. So if you're the five or you're the nine, you can end up as either one or the, you know, six, seven, or eight. Yeah. Which... And has never made sense to me. It hasn't made sense. And it's completely randomized. What the reason they do that is so you don't see the same matchups over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I think the players would rather have a true seating. Yeah. As opposed you to should, because I mean, if you're playing tournaments, you're going to be finishing different. There's yeah. going to be upsets. And so that's going to affect it. And so it's not going to be the yes. same every single but time. But I think that's also why the PPA point system needs adjusting. Yeah. 
because right now it takes a lot for you to move up or down with points. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, any more questions? No. Okay. All right. Somebody said in your chat with Drew Brees, he talked about the owl paddle. What is your honest opinion? Um, I wa I didn't ever hit it. I haven't hit it at all. Mm -hmm. I think that it has its place, but I think it's going to be more have its place for amateurs. Yeah. I think it's going to have its place for the backyard pickleball court that, you know, is in a, you know, housing community with, you know, close lots. Um, I think it's going to have its place in an old folks community where they don't want pickleball playing at 6am. Yeah. Um, and we may even see like, you but know, how are you, what are your thoughts on the playability, the performance? It the seemed paddle? fine. It did seem like a little bit soft in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It felt like it didn't have a ton of pop. I wonder if the, the durability of it, cause it's essentially felt. Yeah. And yeah. So I wonder if that wears down or not. Yeah. I mean, Drew Brees claims that he gets major spin with that paddle. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll see the, you know, it'd be interesting. Like if I was a marketer at owl, if maybe you pump it to like these communities and maybe like there's communities that are like before 8am only owl paddles after it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 8am to 8pm. I don't know. It, it, it has its place, but the paddle itself, I just don't think that you get the same pop and spin you do off of a carbon. Okay. Another paddle. Why does uh, PPA have so many problems keeping the scoreboard correct? Um, I think that's just because there's a lot going on and they're, I mean, the reality is, is they're honest mistakes. I mean, they spell it. Except for we wrong. saw that burner account on Twitter. Um, they said they placed a bet because the scoreboard was wrong Yes, and they ended up losing hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So that's actually a pretty serious mistake. That is a serious mistake. I mean, those are things that have to be cleaned up with gambling. Yeah. That's also what happened. We, we didn't really get to it, but in a, in a, so Jackie and Jade Kawamoto, Jade was set to play with fed mm -hmm. in a mix match and they were warming up on the court, ready to go. Yeah. And Jackie had just played her mix match with Riley and she was just sitting there waiting for Jade to finish. And they actually called them the championship court yeah. to play their women's match. And they were like, wait, what are you talking about? Jade's warming up with fed. And they said, sorry, because of gambling purposes, we actually have to have you play your match right now. Yep. Gave them three minutes to warm up, and they had to jump into the match right away at the Brashas. Yep. I mean, this is another big reason I think more pickleball tournaments uh, should move indoors because the infrastructure is there. Yeah. These tournaments that a lot of the PPA goes to, it's, I mean, I think Zane said it, but it's essentially the traveling circus. Like they go there, they yeah. set up shop, they do this, they do that. There's not always good service. There's not always bathrooms. There's not always restaurants. There's not always yeah. parking. But when you go to these indoor places that are meant for those types of things, you're going to have better internet. You're going to have better accommodations. And so right now they're doing everything. They get there, they set up shop and yeah. to their credit, they've done an incredible job, but they're still lacking in a lot, a lot of the departments. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, this was... It was tough. I think that's tough for a player yeah. to be warming up and all of a sudden be like, sorry, you got to be on center court. But yeah. then on the flip side of it, you know, I, I see what PBA, obviously, they I think they have standards for gambling and other things that they have yeah. to stick with. But, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's kind of sucks. Okay, somebody said, just talk about Tardio. I know that's not a question. We did. Tardio's a boss. Congrats, Tardio. Are you playing uh, Minnesota March 6th through 10th? I will be there and playing uh, for Jimmy, who's more clutch, Ben Johns or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Dude, he's eight for eight. Eight for eight in his career in the playoffs when trailing 
with two minutes or left. Cheat codes for improving duper most efficiently. Playing up versus down, ideal partner rating. I don't know. Do you know any cheat codes? For I, duper? Yeah. You could probably submit fake matches. That, that's what people were doing that's against what, Jimmy. That's what, yeah. And that's also what not guilty pickleball did. He's guilty. Somebody said, can we see you two arm wrestle? Oh, I yeah. would light you up. Dude, stop. You have, first of all, you would end up with a James Ignatowicz shoulder. <laughs> How's your knee, by the way? Uh, this week it should be 100%. That's good. I'm tired of hearing about it. Oh my gosh. I could not. <laughs> In Vegas, you saw. I know. I could you not sat on walk. One, you sat in one spot the whole day because you couldn't realize walk. how bad it was. And then when it was cold, it probably made it worse. People, I mean, I have a very high tolerance of pain, like very high, and this hurt. Like I could not bend it more than 15 degrees. Like, the you, first... could, like you could have a baby and be fine. Yeah. Like easily. you think women are soft when. They're, they complain about yeah, it. Yeah, they complain about it a lot. Okay. Just kidding. That's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> All right. Anyone else think Pablo is holding Fed back in men's doubles? Um, I think they play very well together and they're very comfortable with each other. So I actually disagree with that because we don't know what we actually don't know what Fed looks like without Pablo because and I think it helps them that they're together. I do think that Pablo has his moments. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think that Fed is like overwhelmingly better than Pablo, in my opinion. But I do think that Pablo's hands have got to get faster. What happened to N- NML? NML? Yeah. They got bought by a big pickle. Okay. NML, NML is... Was that the podcast you were talking about? No. Oh, okay. No. That's a different so one. they're coaches, or he's a GM. Of they're a GM. Yeah. I was told that NML is calling players because they're GMs of the hustlers now. Gotcha. And they're talking to players. So my guess is NML is laying low yeah. until this merger goes through, and they're going to pop back up, and they're, they're GMs of the hustlers. Gotcha. So I hope they didn't pay him a lot. <laughs> How come you don't wear protective eyewear, Tyler? Because uh, it makes his hands slower. <laughs> it makes me slower. <laughs> it makes his hands slower. <laughs> okay. No lie, I've I've been playing ten years, whatever, and I've probably I can count the the number of times I've been hit in my neck or head. It's probably been two or three. But I saw you with a black eye. Black eye? Jordan Dayton. No. A birthday party. Yeah, but what I'm getting at is, every single one of those times was hit by somebody whose duper rating is below a four five, like four zero. Yeah. It's because those players have a harder harder time controlling the ball. Whereas the top players, they rarely go for people's so eyes. So you, your recommendation to all of our viewers, do not play with lower-level players. If you're a pro, don't yeah. play with lower-level players. If you want to keep your eyes, don't play lower-level players. At what point will PPA stop giving automatic main draw bids buys to undeserving teams? So, fun fact. I thought, fun fact. incorrectly, uh, I thought that all the tennis players, they signed in their contract that they would start in the round of 32 that's not true oh they're just putting them there there oh so they're it's just not, putting them there so they actually don't have to they don't have there. to yeah so we might see moving forward or maybe two or three more tournaments down the road that donald young or Jeannie bouchard starts in the round of 64 yeah i mean it makes sense to put them there to uh promote the sport right but after the second third fourth time you know it, it kind of i can kind of see it so i saw some numbers okay when Jeannie Bouchard... This is ja- a long bot. Right, I know. Here we go. No, okay, last good. one. You're good, you're good. When Jack Sock and Jeannie Bouchard play... Yeah. And there were like 74,000 viewing hours when those two were playing. Yeah. Where, Which 
normally it's around 30 to 40,000. Yeah. That's like what that, that was the masters tournament. Yeah. That Thursday that they played, it was like 74th or Friday. But the question is, is that sustainable? So every single time they step on the court, will they see that same number or was it That's more of a we, shock? Just, I mean, they didn't show Jeannie's mixed doubles match because nobody wanted to watch Greg Dow. Yeah. So I don't know. That's the thing. I, I'm not sure, but I bet you Jeannie in Paris's singles match was the most watched women's singles match of the weekend. Okay. Let's do three more questions. What's up with Jack Sock being super salty and not tapping paddles with Riley Newman? Because he thinks Riley's an effing douche is what I heard. That was a direct quote. That's a direct quote. Right? I mean, rumor has it he walked by and said Riley's an effing douche. I don't know. Because Riley chirps. And he, he, that's Riley's game. Yeah. And I think that Jack also chirps and has fun. But Jack's is more of like a playful. Mm-hmm. And Riley's is more like I'm trying to get in your head. Yeah. And I don't think Jack really liked that very much. But that is interesting because I didn't watch all of Riley's matches, but it seems like he's paddle tapping he, in between J- games. Yeah. And he takes his hat off. He's very classy. He takes his hat off after yeah. games Yeah, and shakes hands. Yeah. yeah. Well, does he do it when he loses or just wins? Both. Both. I saw him do it both. Interesting. Yeah. He's a, he's a, like, he does show his respect, but he also chirps when he plays. I mean, he chirped at Tyson the whole time. Yeah. And he's a showman. Did Dylan ever ask that girl on a date after winning? I don't know. I'm going to ask him. Do we know? Did, did we reveal who it was? I mean, you gave, you alluded to she it. She signed with Stack. How about that? <laughs> and she's a sister. And she has a sister. That looks very much they like herself. They look very similar, but they're not twins. Okay. Um, do, we'll, we'll finish with this. Does Jack Sock win a gold medal this year? If yes, what format? Um, unless he switches up men's doubles partners, I don't foresee that happening. I could be wrong. Uh, mixed doubles. There's definitely a chance, uh, men's singles. So he's playing this, he's playing this week in Minnesota and there's no Ben and Annalee. Yeah. They very well could win. And, and James Ignatovich is hurt. Yep. Like Minnesota could be his chance to win a mixed gold. Now he does have to go through Tyler Lung and Lena. Padiga Maite. Padiga Maite. But yeah. Also you're playing with CG. I am. That's going to be fun. Should be fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, he could. I think I think that he could, but I don't think that Jack Sock, I'm going to make a bold prediction and say Jack Sock does not win a gold medal by going through Ben Johns. Now, if Ben Johns gets eliminated by somebody else, he will, but he will not beat Ben Johns for a gold medal. What about Federico or Connor Garnett? Or, and you're talking about singles or everything. I mean, in, sorry, I mean in mixed doubles and men's doubles. Okay. In singles, it's possible, but... Yeah, I just don't think that Jack and Catherine are going to beat Ben and Annalie head-to-head. And Jack, I mean, Colin Schick dropped out of med school. Paused. Paused med school to play with Jack, so I can't imagine Jack's dropping him anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, he should, but I don't think he is, so... Okay, um, All right. thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you guys made it this long. If you, did make it, if you did make it this long, please do us a big favor. It helps us. Uh, hit that like and subscribe button. Thank you to all of our sponsors. The Pickler, reach yes. out to them. Uh, Pickleball Central, go buy your next item with our code. K-O-T-C. Uh, Vulcan Pickleball, V-Pro Flight, and C&D Pickleball Nets, and v- also ResetPickleball.shop. Yes. Go check it out. Supports um, us, supports yeah, the show. We're, we're back in, in motion, so hopefully we will be able to get some more pods out, yeah. um, some more interviews, and yeah, let us know yeah. if you'd we like us big, to. We got a big interview coming up tomorrow with Mish. We're going to talk all things about pregnant women and how many kids you can have before you're the ideal at, number, the ideal number before you suck at pickleball. 
All right. All Thanks, right. Guys. See you guys.